guys, welcome back to Heart of the Bison podcast. I'm your solo host today, Jen Stutzman. I'm alone. I'm experimenting doing a few podcasts just by myself. I do prefer to have someone with me or to highlight someone else, but it can actually be really difficult to line all that up. So I'm just going to experiment and try a few alone and share a few things, possibly that God is teaching me or has shown me and hope to just encourage you to the heart of God, to encourage you to take one step towards God. Today, I've been thinking a lot about words and the power in words. Um, You know, all in Proverbs, um, there's so many just beautiful scriptures. I'm going to share a couple. Um, Proverbs 15, 4 says, gentle words bring life and health. A deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. I love this one. I, I share this one a lot with the kids. Proverbs 15, one says a gentle answer turns away wrath, but hard words stir up anger. I'm sure you guys have all experienced that, whether you've had someone you've been really upset and they've responded to you with grace and gentleness and it's cooled it, cooled all the anger and you've had people respond in anger and it just makes everything worse. Um, Proverbs eleven seventeen says your own soul is nourished when you are kind but you destroy yourself when you are cruel. Um, yeah, I love this one. Proverbs eighteen four says a person's words can be life giving water. Words of true wisdom are as refreshing as a bubbling brook. Isn't that beautiful? Proverbs 18.20 says, Words satisfy the soul as food satisfies the stomach. The right words on a person's lips bring satisfaction. Proverbs 20.15 says, Wise speech is rarer and more valuable than gold and rubies. Those are just a few verses, but all throughout scripture, it's talking about the power of words. Um, Guys, I was, I am, and always have been someone that really struggles to think before they speak. (laughs) Speaking and, and not thinking about the the word the words I'm saying so much. Um, my mom, my whole life was saying, "Jenny, think before you talk. You don't have to say everything you're thinking." Which now I hear myself saying those things to my kids all the time. Um, my mom also had to hear at parent teacher conference all the time. Jenny does a lot of unnecessary talking. She bugs her neighbors. We have to move her to the front of the room. <laughs> By the time I was a senior, I just sat in the front of the room because I knew I was going to be moved there anyways. Um, I've seen personally what too much talk can do, what gossip can do, what rude words do. I've seen what words of life do. Um, Because words have not been few in my life, I have seen firsthand the consequences of good and bad. And I'm still learning that and definitely learning that being a mom more than ever and a wife. Um... But we all have those things in our life. We can all think back and there's things people have said to us that have destroyed us. There's things people have said to us that have brought life and we'll never forget it. This is just a funny story from seventh grade. Um, And this is how powerful words are that I still remember. I'm 38. I've been graduated for 20 years. Seventh grade, I would have been 12. Seventh or eighth grade, I'm not sure what grade, but a upperclassman came up to me. I was getting a drink from the water fountain. He said, you have great legs. Um, I'll never forget it. 
of course, I wanted to wear the shortest shorts ever made after that. And my mom was like, no, you're not getting that short of shorts. But that that is the power of words. Um, and I remember so many things my mom or dad said to me, good, that just spoke life into me as a child. I also remember mean things said to me by friends um, and even as an adult things that are just, oh man, do they hurt? And things by my children, um, especially as I have mostly teenagers now, um, how badly it hurts. And sometimes we can let it define us. So today I want to talk about the words we receive and the words we speak. Um, You know, there's a lot out there about, you know, speaking words of affirmation over yourself, like looking in the mirror and saying, I'm beautiful, I'm capable, I'm good at this, this and this. Um, For me personally, there's not value in that for me because I don't want to be responsible for my... um, for how I feel about myself. Cause it's just, I don't want that on me. I want to know what God says about me. I want to know who he says I am and, and to stand on that. Um, because I'm not strong and I'm not capable and beauty fades, but God, but who God says I am is, can get me to the end of my life. So if I'm going to speak affirmations over myself, I want them to be true and I want them to be from God. Um, I don't need a high view of myself. I need a high view of God. Um, and then I can, it's, it's that understanding who God is, who he is, and then who he says we are. And it's pretty amazing. And, and when there's that going on, it's not about having a high self-esteem. It's about being secure in who God says I am. So when I speak, I, this is fairly new for me to be speaking words out loud, but I've been noticing how much my thought life has been struggling by the words I've been saying. Like when Jake gets off work and we're chatting, almost everything I'm saying to him is negative um, about myself or about the kids. And so I'm you know, it is possible to retrain our brains and those neural pathways. Sometimes I think, you know, you can wear down a neural pathway so deep. It's like the Oregon trail rut where it's just, if you go to negativity, you just go there so fast. And sometimes you need to start speaking a new language out loud over yourself, over somebody else, over your marriage, um, to retrain your brain. And that's kind of what I'm doing right now. Just I mean, the most fundamental things, elementary things as if, and saying out loud, Jesus loves me. Jesus is my refuge in the storm. He will never leave me. God, you have never left me. Um, You say I am yours. I am your child. You love me. Saying these things out loud throughout the day, even starting my day that way, saying them over the kids, having the kids say it with me, um, because our words are that powerful. They're not nothing. Um, And our words are such a tell of what's going on in our heart. Um, It was very shocking to me as an adult to hear the things that were coming out of my mouth to my husband, um, to my kids, to friends. I couldn't hide from the things in my heart. I could say all the right things, but when it really came down to it, there's a lot of yuckiness in there um, that needed to be dealt with. And I have been dealing with it. And as we emotionally mature and walk towards God, thankfully, hopefully the things that are coming out of our mouth are much more life-giving. 
But right now I've been noticing more than ever a lot of negativity. If Jake was on here with me, he would be like, yeah, babe, lots of negativity. (laughs) Um, And so I'm wanting to speak true things over myself, but it's very important to do that, but very important for us to do that to others too. Um, to speak true words over our children. It was very easy for me to do when my kids were little. Very hard for me to do as teenagers um, because there's a lot of rude words towards me and I let that define me, which again is me going back to who does God say I am? That's who I am. Um, but also when your kids are so insecure and are going through puberty and our teenagers, they, man, do they need us to speak life over them, even when they don't deserve it, quotation marks, you know, they don't deserve it, but they need it. They need it from us. They need those words of life. And our spouse, um, Jake's love language is words of affirmation, big time. If you ask him, Jake, what's your love language? He's going to say words of affirmation and words of affirmation. So, um, sometimes I think we just get going in life and we forget that we need to say those things to each other, or we've been together long enough, or we've said it before. So why say it again? No, we need to keep telling our spouses how much we love them, how thankful we are. Um, one of the phrases I like to say to Jake is thank you for choosing me. I say it to him a lot. He just always smiles. I say, you could have chosen someone else, but you chose me. Thank you. Um, it's an honor. It's an honor to be chosen. Okay, so we I could go on and on with all these examples, but our, our words are so powerful. So we have to, when we have someone say something to us that throws us off, whether it's rude or we hear someone talking about us, um, or we've heard someone has talked about us, we need to... Instead of sitting in that or letting that start to define us, we have to run to God and ask him who he says we are. Um, And then when we speak words that are hurtful, we have to be able to say we're sorry and speak life. It's so easy to forget, especially if you're someone like me who talks before you think it's easy to not put a lot of weight in your words and think other people shouldn't care that much about them. But our words are very powerful, whether you talk a lot or a little. Um, that's just that's what God says. And it is true. Um, that's why it's so important for us to be in God's word because his word is powerful. It's living and active. But if we are only filling our minds with words of the world, we are going to live in a lot of deception and put a lot of value on things that don't matter. Um, there's no way around that. It doesn't matter if you're a Christian or not a Christian. The world is trying very desperately to deceive us into living a certain way, believing a certain way, having a certain mindset. And God's word is where it's at, though. So... Whether it's the words we're speaking, the words we're listening to, the words we're reading, it's all very powerful. And let your mouth tell you where your heart is. So if you can hear that you are very negative, if you hear anger, if you hear resentment, if you hear bitterness, depression, go to your, go to the heart, go to the issues of the heart, take it to God, get counseling, um, Find the truth, even if it's one truth, one Bible verse that you just speak over and over. Um, drain those new neural pathways in your brain to truth, 
to life. Um, and if this is something that's hard for you, because I know for some people it is hard to speak words of life. They may think it, but they don't speak it. Start. Try. Challenge yourself. Speak life. Think of the think of the things you could do in a day just by the words you say to someone or text to somebody. Um, think of all the think of all the life giving nourishment you could give to yourself because in scripture I read that to you guys it's nourishing to our souls when we're kind but to others um, and if this isn't something you struggle with keep at it you know keep doing it don't ever grow weary in in affirming others and loving others so think about your words and think about what you're filling your mind with And some of you may be listening to this and you can immediately go to a memory that's hurtful of words that have been said over you that you still live by, that you still make it part of who you are. It still makes you insecure. It keeps you from doing certain things or living in freedom because of words that were said over you. Possibly you came from an abusive home or you were in an abusive relationship or just a painful friendship. It could be anything. And you live by those words. I want to encourage you to get help there and be set free from that. Don't let someone else's hate, hate and their heart and their issues dictate who you are. Let God tell you who you are. Um, yeah. I Even in my adult life, there's been a few interactions with some friends and people I really love that have been so painful, and it has completely zapped me of all joy and even energy because it's so hurtful, but no one, no one should be able to take that from you. So when you hear those words that are that hurtful and you have that response, it's time to do some heart work, and don't be afraid of that either. Sometimes you don't realize how much something is still affecting your life until you take the time to actually see, oh my gosh, I didn't do this because this person said this, or I'm embarrassed about this because this person said this about me. Um, I gave up on this dream. You know, I mean, the list just goes on and on because of someone else's words. And then also, if you're listening to this and you can remember words you've said to other people that have been hurtful and you haven't apologized, go back and do that. So let's think about our words. Let's let our words tell us where our heart is, because we really can't hide from that. And then let's be really careful of what we fill our minds with. Um God's word is is so precious to us. It's it's so beautiful and it was written for us and God wrote a book and it's a love story to us and it is true. And although the world is trying very hard to in a sense take us away from it, cling to it, cling to his word, stay close to it. Let the words you speak over your life and your and if you have a spouse or children or friends, people you love, let it be true. Let it be life-giving. Let it be nourishing to their soul and to yours. Have a great day, you guys. Um, I'm challenged by just the scriptures I read, the things I said, and I can already, there's memories coming to my mind of some things I need to apologize to some of my kids about and... Um, <laughs> And some things I want to start speaking over them. Because in all, in all honesty, I feel very negative towards 
my kids right now and just how hard it is. But thankfully, because of who God says I am, I can speak words of life over them, even if I get nothing in return. (laughs) That's the greatest thing ever. With God's love, I can love with zero return. And it will nourish my soul and it will make my heart gentle. So let's go after that. Have a great day, guys. Thanks for listening. And um, we'll talk to you next time.